Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Sunday Edition with Anthony Corona. Every week here on ACB Media One, that's American Council of the Blind, Media One, and soon after on all your major podcast catchers. Each week, we'll dive into the news, human interest, and discussions about the issues surrounding all of us in and out of the American Council of the Blind community. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Edition. I'm your host, Anthony Corona. So glad to be with you brunching on a beautiful Sunday, whether it's warm where I am or cold where you may be. A great two hours we definitely have for you. I am here, as always, with executive producer extraordinaire, Ms. Bryn Lee. Hey, Bryn, how are you? Good afternoon. I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Been a crazy couple of days, but in in the best way possible. Um, and tonight, I will be um experiencing the fabulous entertainment of um one Mr. Randy Rainbow, Ooh. and hopefully, I can get him to recommit to coming to Pride Connections. So keep your fingers crossed for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get get him also to do a a thing for the Fun Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got going on on the Fun Zone tonight? Um, you know what? I haven't figured that one out yet. Oh, I remember what it was. Um, my roommate suggested that I should play songs about uh, taking out the trash, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, vacuuming the house. Um, so we're going to be doing songs about chores. All right. I can think of one, um, uh, one ditty from uh, the movie Stand By Me. Take out those papers in the trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yickety yak. Don't talk back. Maybe somebody could do that on karaoke soon. Speaking Ooh. of karaoke, what a fabulous karaoke night to kick off holiday season last night. And a few of our guests were there um, with their talent extraordinaire. And we'll get to that a little bit. Um, I want to say hello to Sheila, who is manning the hands and hosting behind the scenes. Hey, Sheila. Hey, Anthony. How are you? I'm good. How was your week, Ben? My week's been really good. And connecting us and moderating in broadcast is the fabulous Miss Lucy. And she'll let us know if some of the Clubhouse folks want to interact with our guests later on. How you been, Lucy? Great. Great. And now you're accepting nominations for the November Volunteer of the Month, right? Yes, we are. Send your email to acbcommunity.committee at gmail.com. we have some fabulous volunteers so if you have a favorite and you would like to give them a shout out maybe others do too send that email in and you never know you get those um you get to hear that on the daily call on fridays i think it's the third friday of the month right you announce it yeah all right i have a couple of sunday edition stuff um So some of you may know that Tim Cummings and I do Behind the Music. Based on some of your requests, we have decided to move the shows from every other Friday to the second and third Thursdays of the month starting in January. So we had our last one 
for this year um, on Friday evening. It was a great time. Um, and if you are an opera lover, an opera neophyte, someone who has never listened to opera but's kind of curious, and you want to know a little bit about the history and how it has moved and shaped and a little bit about modern opera, please join us on Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern where the fabulous Bill Reader, JoLynn Bailey Page, Gabriel Lopez Cafati, and myself will be talking about the history, sharing some highlights. Um, I will definitely throw a Marie Callas number in there because I, she's the diva extraordinaire in my eyes and ears. Um, but even if you, even if you know nothing about opera and just kind of want to get a, you know, a rundown of what the genre is about and how it all got started, join us on Thursday night. There will definitely be time for questions and audience, audience interaction. We're really looking forward to that call. And if you guys like it, we'll bring it, uh, we'll bring it back once a month talking about different styles and, um, you know, great artists, great divas, um, and we'll dive into some of the shows in more in depth if this becomes a monthly call, but it'll all depend on whether or not you guys like it and want it. So I will be asking for emails afterwards. That is Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, unless any of my co-hosts in the background have an announcement to make, I will get on with the show. Ladies, anything you want to throw out there? No. All right. <laughs> Um, we haven't done one of these for a little over a year. Um, these are pretty fun shows, and, and you, my, the listeners all seem to like it. So this is an ACB couple show, and we'll be speaking with Chris and Doug Hunsinger, um, Holly Anderson and Darcy Bernard. And I know that some of the information out there said Herbie and Chanel Allen, they had a last-minute conflict, so I decided to swap Allens as long as they agreed, and they did. So Jimmy and Kayla are here as well. So um, hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. hello. I am going to start hello. with Chris and Doug. Hey, Chris and Doug, welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Edition. Thanks for having us. We're you know, really surprised. <laughs> well, um, you know, I think you guys are fabulous. And, and I think a lot of people in the community think you're fabulous. And one thing that I know people like is hearing the origin story. So maybe you guys want to piggyback and tag off of each other. But let's start off with how you met and, and when it went from, oh, that person's interesting to zing, zing, zoom, my heart's going boom, boom. Let's not start together. <laughs> um, Christine and I both worked for uh, Social Security, and we got a promotion at the same time. At the time, I was in New Jersey, and she was in uh, the Washington, D.C. metro area. And we both went to Dallas, Texas for training, and that's where we met. So, Chris, if you want to... So there were, there were eight people in our class, and... Um, it, you know, um, it was, it wasn't love at first sight, I don't guess, although I thought Doug was intriguing. Um, but he, he found me probably even more intriguing than I found him. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then we just started hanging out together, doing things. He would say, oh, come on over and, and listen to this new music show. This was 1982. Yeah. So uh, it was also 
final four time at it was March, so it was final four time in the um in in the um, NCAA tournament um and whatever. But he he would say to me, "Come on over and listen to this new music show, etc." And then I got the surprise where he said, "Oh, I'm not going back to New Jersey." Um, we sort of started thinking maybe we date some. He said, I'm not going back to New Jersey. I asked for um, a transfer to uh, the D.C. area. Well, he had to go back to Jersey for a while um, to work. And and then he got this transfer to D.C. And I said, geez, and I was hoping I could take a few trips up to the New York metro area on the train and like hang out up there. But that wasn't how it worked out. Next next section, Douglas. Yeah, well, we we got married in July of 1984 in her parents' backyard. And it was a beautiful, gorgeous day when we got married. And we've been together ever since. <laughs> well, Chris, tell us about the proposal. Um, oh, we, had a, we had a fight. I don't remember what the That's fight true. was. That's <laughs> true. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I, it was something to do with New Year's Eve. Um, and I guess probably a little bit of extra alcohol that day or something. And um, I said, well, you know, if you would ask me to marry you, maybe I would. And I did. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys are coming up on 40 years. God bless. Yeah, next year. What's your secret? (laughs) Happy life, happy wife? Uh, We really like each other, you know. Um, We enjoy each other that much. We do. And and it's funny. We don't have the same. We don't have the same interests on all accounts, though we both we both like sports. I turned Doug into a hockey junkie. Um, he changed his football allegiance from the Cincinnati Bengals to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, and we're both baseball fans. But he's well more into electronic stuff than I am, and I'm into. Um, literature and politics a heck of a lot more than he is. Although he is the social media person in the family. And I just say, well, what's new? (laughs) I'm not going through that stuff. (laughs) Division of responsibilities. I like that. Um, (laughs) We definitely employ that in in, uh, our relationship down here in Florida. So what are some, what are some of the highlights when you think back over 40 years? What, what are some things that really stand out? I think for for me, some of it was our summer vacations. Um, we well, we when we got married, we flew to Montreal for our honeymoon, and while we were there, we contacted somebody at the CNIB and arranged to have a tour guide give us a tour through town. And to show you how town I say Montreal is a big city, but anyway, um, to show you how things have changed since then. We took a cassette recorder with us and recorded as she explained what street we were on and what we were passing. And then Chris converted that stuff into notes. And that's what we used to get us around town for the week. Uh, Now you just pull out your phone and your GPS or whatever, and you do that. (laughs) So, but anyway, that's how we did it. And we once took a trip to San Francisco and we got a braille map of the city and that was our key in in that trip. So we don't travel as much as we used to, but we used to like to do that by ourselves and we're both totally blind. So anybody who doesn't know us, uh, we are, and both of us now use canes. I used to have a dog, but not anymore. 
I'm, have I'm you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm campaigning to go back to Montreal this summer. I I think that would be like super cool because, you know, just the changes in availability of information we had, you know, we had gone to the travel agency beforehand. I had a set of notes about what was happening because we did some touristy things, you know, this bus trip, that, whatever. Um, we stayed at the Queen Elizabeth Hotel, which was huge, and we couldn't figure out our way around it. And, you know, that's the one that's like right um, as a part of the, you end up going into the the subway system, like right from the hotel, yeah. et cetera. And a huge shopping mall, too. <laughs> but um, I, I would love to do it again, just to see how much different it is. And we've done Toronto the same way before we got a hold of all this stuff. And the funny thing is, when we were in Dallas, we were trying to do something with the police to report a suspicious person, right? Um, at near the hotel that we were staying at. I wasn't part of this, but but I got involved in it after they after they started telling the story. So they called the 911 guys and said, look, the the uh, this guy seems kind of shady and he's given the fellow at the convenience store a hard time. And they said, to, they said to our, our blind buddies, well, you have to give us the address. And we said, we can tell you that it's between here and here, but we don't have a clue as to what the address is. Right. So they said, well, you have to know. And, and, and I'm like, come on, 911 has to have some kind of satellite system or some kind of database where, they know where everything is. And that got us to thinking we had no idea at that point what GPS would eventually do for us. But we were like, couldn't we come up with a way to just like tap into that kind of information to know about cities? Not having a clue. This was 1982, mind you, not having a clue of what we would be able to finally do just because we have access to GPS information. I know. Can you, I, I, I was actually remarking with um, a younger member of my family um, and, and folks know that I've only been blind for seven years. So I, I was huge on road trips and you used to have to buy little books with maps and turn the page and find where yeah. you're going. And, you, you know, and, and they didn't tell you that there was a McDonald's a block away or a Roy Roger, you know, you had to look <laughs> for rest stop signs. And it's, it's amazing how different the world is from just, you know, even 20 years ago, and then, you know, tack on another 20 to that. It's it's amazing how different the world is. I remember when we first started printing out map quest directions, yep. and it was like, oh, this is amazing. Thank God. And, you know, it gave you turn by turn. And now the phone tells you where to go and, and exactly how to get there. And what's the, of interest along the way. Yeah. So, let me ask, did you did you ever get to do your dream vacation or is there still a bucket list vacation on the horizon for you? I'd love to go to Europe. Uh, that's what I'd like to do. And and, and I, I think I'd like to do that. Um, I mean, I've been to Europe a couple of times before Doug and I met um, with family and friends and whatever. But I'd just love to take... A, a European trip, and I can't decide whether I want to do like uh, the Mediterranean coast because I, I don't speak French. So it's like, well, I don't think I want to go to France and be insulted <laughs> because I don't speak <laughs> French. But I certainly wouldn't mind the Italian coast or or or, or I or or you know or or Spain. Greece. But then I'm I'm like, 
and, and my family's Greek, but I don't speak Greek, but I could probably talk um, relatives who are still in Greece into some some part of my Greek trip. But um, the, you know, the, the um, whether it's um, Britain or Holland, um, the Netherlands or whatever, I, I think I would love to do that too. I mean, and we don't have a guide dog to fight over whether we can let the dog into Britain or not, or whatever might happen that way. And um, it would be interesting just to see the difference. Of course, I know from having been in Britain, how strange it is that the traffic moves in the opposite direction. And you go like, what, wait a minute, but it doesn't take, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't take that long to get used to it. But the first day or so when you're, when it's going the other way and you're like, no, that's not where it's supposed to be coming from. I would imagine it would be a little disorienting. I, you know, I drove once in London and I was like, this is too, this is too much for me. Um, if I was there for a, a longer period of time, I was only there for three days, but um, I might have tried to get used to it. But um, yeah, so a grand tour of the continent. So now um, you have leadership roles in Pennsylvania. You're both, you know, pretty well known on the national stage. Tell us a little bit about your ACB journeys. I did. Oh, go on, Doug. You go first. I actually did get involved with, <clears throat> excuse me, ACB. Well, actually, I did. Um, I started with ACB Radio when it first came on with Interactive. And um, it was just kind of weird. Not that I'm, like, really impressed by me, but it was kind of funny when uh, I was on ACB and I met somebody and I started talking to her and she said, you're DJ Doug. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but it was just funny <laughs> that, you know, people know you. Um, and then I went from ACB media to getting involved with um, our state conventions. I've been doing our state convention streaming and audio since 2005. And um, then I do ACB media editing. You know about that, Anthony. And last I year. Sure do. Yeah, last year I was, um, if you were on that uh, A through E section of whatever that part of the hotel was, you most likely saw me someplace because I was responsible for those rooms, uh, getting them set up for audio and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. And how about you, Christine? I never took any blindness organizations seriously while I was working. When I was young, I, I would rather be out partying and, and uh, hanging out with the people that I worked with. And uh, I wasn't that close. I was halfway between Washington and Baltimore for the most part. And although although Bernice was working with Doug, Bernice Kandarian was working with Doug, she never, you know, pushed us hard to turn into ACB Nicks. And um or to be a part of the DC um, blindness community. Although I did some things with the local lighthouse just because it was there and there were interesting things to do. But when we came back to Pennsylvania, I hardly did anything with any part of um, PCB. I don't even think we, we didn't even pay dues until what the late nineties, maybe. I don't know. I don't know when we started paying dues, but we, um, we be we belonged to our local chapter because our friends were there and they'd say, come to the meetings on Saturdays. And the funny thing is one year for white cane day, somebody said, Hey, Chris, would you and Doug um, get the the post, the local paper would like to do a white cane day thing. And would you and Doug do it? And so 
um, there was a um, reporter and a camera guy, um, and they followed us to work. And, um, you know, we got on the bus in the morning. They were at our door whatever time we said we were leaving, and we we got on the bus. And there was a local article that was written about, um, you know, us going to work and doing our jobs because it was White Cane Day. It was a Friday after Friday morning paper. It was kind of fun. But then um, once I stopped working, um, I got the call from people in leadership at PCB that said, Chris, would you consider um, being part of the board or anything like that? And I said, well, yeah, now that I'm not working, I could do that. I just never had the energy to, to do that before then. And um, I was the secretary for our local chapter for a while and then became the president of the chapter. And then I was on the PCB board and on a few teams, as we call them, instead of committees. And the next thing I knew, um, the um, first vice president said she wasn't she wasn't going to. um to continue in that spot. And so I became the first vice president and uh, then the rest was history. I turned into the president for the past four years and I will be glad to give that up next year so that someone else can get that wonderful job. It's not, <laughs> it's not bad, but it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it'll be, it'll be nice to just do the things I want to do both nationally and statewide. And and nationally, I don't know how I got involved with the rehab task force, but I did. And of course, um, because I was so interested in advocacy, once I got involved with PCB, I was immediately tapped to go to DC, come on, come to DC with us and, and talk to our legislators. And I'm like, okay, I, I can talk to legislators. <laughs> I can talk to anyone. That's true. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what do you think is the what do you think is ACB's strongest um, uh, reach for people? What's the you know, the biggest reason folks should become part of ACB? We really are a community of people, and I know that term is used a lot, but we all have a say and we all have common interest, uh, you know, such as accessibility and, and governmental issues, things like that. Um, that's what I think, that um, we're not top-down oriented. We are member oriented, and I think it's a good place to be. Awesome. Anything you want to add to that, Chris? Um, well, there's always strength in numbers, and, um, you know, it helps when you've got a lot of people that are interested in, in the same problem or the same solution. And certainly the advocacy part of, of, of ACB to me has always been the important, most important piece. We sometimes can't get things done as fast as we want to, but I think um, that when people hear from us, they hear from a lot of people not from just the leaders. Absolutely. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. 
Doug, what what is one thing that you think we would be surprised to know about Christina? Oh my goodness, that is a. I don't know. I mean, we talk so much. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you want to take a shot at that? Oh, what people would be surprised to know about Doug or me? <laughs> well, you know what? Both since Doug doesn't know. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, Doug is the first person I knew who could, and he's going to, He's going to hate me for saying this. He's the first person I knew who could spot what radio station it was by the tonal characteristics of what was being played. Um, Not just the format, but um, how they had their um, how they had their um, turntable set, whether the pitch was, you know, faster than it was supposed to be so they could fit more music in or. Um, the characteristics of the of the sound of the sound that the station had, and he could do it all the time, and it would just drive people crazy when he'd say, "Oh, now you're on such and such a station." See how useless I am. <laughs> no, it's great. You can always <laughs> that, tell where he is. <laughs> that's awesome. And you have one for yourself. Um, you know, I don't think I'm very. I don't think I'm a very. Um, interesting kind of person but um i i guess um i i really always wanted to um skydive and just never got around to it i did it for the first time this summer you have to put it at the top of the bucket list it is so worth it yeah it's an, an amazing experience all right let's let's talk music for a minute or two um And I'll go back to Doug. Doug, is there an artist or an album that Chris will play that you say, oh, God, not again? Uh, I know people hate me for saying this, but probably a Bruce Springsteen album. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Chris? No, um, Doug's music tastes are so eclectic that there's nothing... Um, that I, I, I don't like, well, maybe some of the sort of, some of the, some of the dance stuff, if I've been listening to it for too long, my head starts going, um, but, um, but no, there's nothing, I, I may not know it all. I sure don't know it all. Cause he certainly has a, a, a more eclectic music set of musical tastes than I do. I mean, I still sometimes go. Uh, I, I kind of wish I was listening to um, listen, listening to the Blue Album or something like that. I'm like, Gee, look how old that is, and my and my old uh, Jimmy Buffett stuff. But no, it, it's what would like, you? What would you? How would you describe Doug's radio persona? Cheerful. <laughs> And what are some oh go ahead cheerful and and just a real un un not unprepossessing but a cheerful and and unaffected he's just a warm person but then that's the way i see doug all the time so it's not anything to do with radio prejudicial <laughs> <laughs> 
what uh, what bands or albums do you love sharing together? What's your go to albums? Oh, uh, we both like The Cure. That's a, a new wave or alternative thing from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, current stuff, I like stuff like um, I don't know if people will know these groups like Boy Genius and Death Cab for Cutie and stuff like that. But um, and I like techno and dance music and and just about just about anything so are you guys concert junkies no um you know we don't have we don't like going ourselves though it's interesting i think um because it just gets like too much too much um too much of everything if you go to a, if i go to a concert you know it's like yeah i'd go okay. with friends but but uh but not by, our, not by ourselves, by ourselves. <laughs> if you guys could go back and relive one week of your relationship where or what would it be and why who we hmm i Hi. think it was our first trip to toronto because um, we got to do so much. We did see a live concert on the street there. Maybe it, was, it wasn't our first trip, but it was that weekend. It was Car- and it was Carabana, so Carabana. It was a crazy so that was weekend. lots of fun. Uh, that's the week that I would go back and relive because we just had so much fun that weekend or the whole week. And what would you say is each other's strongest quality and most um, annoying quality? <laughs> we'll start with Chris this time. <laughs> Let's see. Well, Doug is just so he's organized. I'm not. Uh, when when he starts to think about a, a project or something, he he gets himself organized, and uh, you know that's the the strongest thing. But the thing that drives me nuts is sometimes he just can't let something go that's bothering him and i just feel so bad because i can't do anything to stop it awesome how about you doug for chris well i I really admire the way that she dives into things like uh, politics and governmental things that i just don't do i'm interested in them but she really does take an active role in that stuff and there are times when I just want to sit quiet and she won't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I'm, I'm throwing a new feature into this, this show. So our other couples and, or, you know, Sheila, Lucy and Bryn, um, if you have a question for Chris and Doug, why don't oh we throw those in now before we move on to Holly and Darcy? Yeah. I can't wait to hear from the others. <laughs> Uh, what kind of what kind of nerdy toys do you uh, uh, want for Christmas, Doug? Oh, good one, Bran. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is a good question. Um, Pay attention, Chris. <laughs> actually, it's something that she probably wouldn't buy me. I'm looking at a new audio mixer, um, and I haven't quite decided what I'm buying yet. But that's what I, my next toy's going to be. And what are you hoping for, Chris? Oh. Yeah, please tell me. you know that's one of the problems we have you know we have enough discretionary income that when we see something we want both of us just buy it and you know that's the end of that tune um 
the funny thing is, last year, um, Doug bought me, and this is so goofy. He um, he bought me a pie pan, and it's a pie pan I really like because it's borsilica glass, and it just it. I made a a pecan pie in it, and it didn't stick, which is not the way it happens, even with the nicest, the best of my old Pyrex that I always used before. And it's like I take anything, and 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 I and I have one other casserole dish that's that kind of glass, and it just it heats hotter. It it does, you know, you can put it under more heat, and I'm I'd be just as happy with more pieces of that stuff. That's nice All right. and very easy. Well, not, <laughs> yeah. now, you, now you both uh, have assignments. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm Thanks. not buying that. I'm not buying that mixer. Yeah, I was gonna say good. Good luck. You're gonna. We should come back at him with the KitchenAid and go. Well, here you go, Doug. <laughs> yeah. No, we already have one of them. <laughs> Three of them. Sweetwater gift card. Sweetwater gift card. Hands, hands, hands. Yeah. Anybody else want to throw something at Chris and Doug? All right. Well, then stick around, Chris and Doug. We're going to do a round robin after we speak to the other couples, and then we'll open it up to our audience. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. All right. Darcy, Bernard, and Holly Anderson, you guys are in the hot seats now. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sunday Edition. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Kind of nervous after hearing the two of them, but... (laughs) I don't know how I feel about following them. No kidding. (laughs) Well, every couple is different and every journey is different. And we're interested in all kinds of journeys. So let's start there. Tell us how you met and a little bit about your journey together. We met on a, we had a mutual friend who had set up um, an email list just for just people in his life that he knew were kind of would, would be well together, would work well together, you know, get along, sort of not... He called it square peg, so not like, you know, typical people. Yeah. So, um, it, he made this mailing list for us for, and we were both on it, and um, I had a question about, at the time, um, the talking VCRs that were out. I was going to get one, and I asked on the list about, you know, if anyone had one and could recommend, and he responded. And we started chatting and stuff. And it's funny, though, because when he responded, um, you know, his name was Darcy. So I'm like, OK, that's that's Darcy. And I thought, OK, that's he's a nice it's a nice woman. I'll, you know, chat with them. And and then um, he made some comment like about a week or so later. We've been chatting this whole time and he made some comment and I forget now what it was. But I was like, wait a second wait a second and then you can't i couldn't ask him at that point i couldn't be like so <laughs> now i can probably just say what are your pronouns but yeah then we didn't have, <laughs> we didn't have that language yet really so i was like um so we had a mutual friend and i text and i messaged this mutual friend we it was on msn messenger back in the day and i said um so weird awkward question <laughs> and he responded and told me yeah darcy is a male and so i was like oh so then i was like okay um <laughs> And I told him about it later. Recontextualize you know. now. <laughs> <laughs> re, 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 reconfiguring, reconfiguring. Um, so that's how we met is talking VCR. And, and then we started talking about Star Trek and all things. We had a lot of things and in, interests in common. So it just kind of went from yeah, there. We're both big nerds and interested in a lot of the same <laughs> kind of geeky stuff. So we, we had yeah. a lot to talk about and, and 
like I said, this was mostly in MSN Messenger back in the so we didn't we didn't really talk voice, you know, much early in those early days. It was just yeah, it was just chatting and we just kind of got to know each other. And I and then for me, that was I was never good at that. Like, so it was a, it was a weird thing because I, I am like terrible at like small talk and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, she was just someone I, I connected with early on and we could, you know, talk back and forth for hours. I, I, I still have actually a lot of those, a lot of those logs. I haven't looked at them, but they would be kind of interesting to look back at now. That would be cute to look back at and reminisce and yeah. remember some of those, you know, some of those moments. So uh-huh. you knew, uh, you knew Holly was 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 it was a female. Uh-huh. Um, when did when did you start thinking? Wow, I might I might be interested in a little bit more than than just you know VCRs and and Star Trek. <laughs> you mean there's more to life than VCRs? <laughs> um. No, uh, it was actually pretty early on for me. I, but I was, I was nervous. I was very um, shy. Um, still, kind of am, really. Um, and not, you know, I didn't do anything, but I, I wanted to. Actually, she was the one who, who, um, you know, suggested we become more than just friends. And oh, do tell Holly. Well, I was also shy, so I didn't want to make the first move either. But it was like, I don't think he's going to say anything. So there was one night when I had talked to a friend of mine over one specific weekend. It was in September. And, um, you know, we talked about it and and everything. And then we were just talking one night. And I was like, okay, tonight's going to be the night that I'm going to do it. But I had to work up the courage. And it took me several hours. He kept wanting to get off the phone like, wait. And then... I would change the subject and start talking about something else. So, and then eventually, I think it was late enough at night that I, I had lost all my inhibitions. And so I said, you know, I think maybe we could be more. And yeah, so and then I think it was um, we both agreed and it was but it was just like, I have to do this. And I, I was like, I'm going to if I don't do it now, I'm going to lose my nerve. So yeah, the problem <laughs> when you have two shy, awkward people. <laughs> <laughs> No, yep. <laughs> one would have to ask, did the other friends on the email list have an inkling of anything going on? Were they all kind of sitting in the background waiting like, okay, when is one of them going to I think they did. be brave enough? I think they did. Because back in the other thing that used to happen back then is this this group, we would get on these these uh, phone conferences, a lot like what we have now with things like Zoom and stuff, but it was on the phone. And we would always be the last ones, right? We kind of wait for everyone else to leave and then we would talk for however long. And this was back in the day when you had to pay for a long distance. So that was, <laughs> things expensive. are so much better now. Especially um, when you're dealing with international long distance, it got expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, things are so much better now. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they did. I think they did for sure. When when uh, Holly wrote them and said, you know, this is what's happening. And people were like, yeah, I can see that. Where were you both living at the time? Um, in in uh, I'm in Canada, in Ontario, Canada, and and I'm in uh, Tennessee, like an hour and a half outside of Nashville, and we actually still are in those places at the moment. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it's the whole long distance thing. But we we but we we see each other a lot, you know. But it's not. It's tricky when you're dealing with international stuff, for sure. 
It definitely is. And um, so tell us about how long did it take for that first meeting? And what was that like? Uh, it was a few months later. It, it um, was another, yeah. Because we, we got together in September and it, we met in June. So Because well, she was in school. And yeah, I was in school. So, so, yeah, we met in June. And it was just, you know, it was it was so weird because it wasn't really awkward by that point. Because we, I mean, you can only know your, someone else to a certain point when you're on the phone but we we knew each other like super well and so it wasn't you know meeting wasn't really awkward or anything like we pretty much just you know got along right when we first when we actually met physically now do you usually go to one of each other or do you like to go on trips together somewhere else um we usually just go to each other's houses yeah yeah we have we have taken trips but we haven't done a lot of that we haven't done too much of that i would like to more um i don't think she's she is more adventurous than than i am um uh hearing hearing uh uh doug and chris earlier with what they do i i that 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 amazes me i i don't know if i but i think i think she could because she's the more one who's more likely to be you know we'll be out somewhere and like i'm gonna go explore you know and see what (laughs) what i can find and, but to and, an to a to an extent, I don't think I could. I think if if we both were there, I might be able to be, feel more adventurous. But um, yeah, I think we might be I more adventurous together than each on yeah. our own. But that that would be more fun to do. Like I think there's a lot I would love to do. Like I would love to, you know, last summer when uh, you know the convention was on, and I like hearing everybody there. It's like oh, that'd be fun to be there. You know, it'd be fun to go yeah, to one of those some I'd love summer. Yeah, sometime. Um, meet everybody do you guys talk about the you know what what it will be like if you lived in the same city when you eventually live in the same city how, do you have the the dream house conversations um oh sure. yeah 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 we i think everybody does right um yeah is tennessee gonna win out not if i can help it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she said it <laughs> well for two shy people um you definitely both have a nice little performing bug um and are quite entertaining in the karaoke vein um was that something you guys discovered through acb or had you done it beforehand well i um sang starting from 11 all the way through um, high school, sang in choirs. I sang um, in, in, when I was in college, I sang in, in the choir. Um, I was a music major for three years and then I switched over to computers. Um, So I've sang all my life. And then once I left college though, I kind of lost, like, I didn't have a reason anymore. Like, I mean, I would sing along to the, you know, music and, but I didn't do anything. Like I don't, I don't go to church. So I, there was no church choir. There was, there was no community group that really I could work with because I live kind of far out from those. So, you know, I had no outlet for singing. Like I just didn't sing for so long. And then there were a lot of other reasons why, because people kept wanting me to sing for them and <laughs> people like Darcy, because I wouldn't sing. Like I just wouldn't sing at all um, because I didn't think I was good enough. And for reasons that I won't go into, you know, the music major thing wasn't, didn't end well. Like I just didn't feel like I was good enough. And so I didn't sing. And then, um, when, you know, we started coming to 
community and you know I heard about karaoke I was like I could do that but uh, I don't know everybody else is probably really good and I wouldn't be able to do that so you know I didn't do it um and then we started going and I was like well I mean I could do this this isn't so hard and so I started and and I've done it every week since basically (laughs) yeah so it's an out it's been an awesome outlet for me because I get to sing again which is really really cool most of the time most of the time I've known her, she, she would not, like, I could never get her to sing. And so for purely selfish reasons, I love karaoke because I get to hear her sing every week. Um, and and she never did for the longest time. And I, I love that she is, um, because I, I think she's really good. Um, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> what was and, the one song you wanted to hear her do? And has she done it for you yet? Or has she done it for karaoke, aka for you yet? Um. Hmm. That is a good question. Uh, I'm not sure. The one actually that she's going to be doing next week is is a song that I really like, and I'm I'm excited that she did it. So I'll I'll um. No spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, as for me, I never honestly thought, even even when we started going to karaoke, I never thought I would do it because I. I am not, I've never sang and I've never really had any sort of desire to do anything musically. Um, and, you know, my, my vocal range is very limited. So I, even now I have to find the right song that I can do or, you know, do some sort of gimmick like I did last night with the chipmunk thing. But, um, but I, I, you know, if, if I can find something I can have fun with. Um, cause I think, I think what you've got it with karaoke, you know, you have some people who are just amazingly good, you know, technically, but then there's the, uh, then the other people are there and they're just having fun. And that's, that's the category I find myself in. Like if I, if I can find a song that is fun to do uh, partly just audio wise, because I'm sort of, I've done a lot of audio stuff like editing, but it's been spoken word stuff for podcasting. And so kind of, kind of learning more about production with with music and if i can do something interesting there then i might do it well you've definitely got a great style you are very good um i think <laughs> most of us would say that all of us would say that um but i i, I the word quirky comes to my head I, <laughs> I love that that you find the quirky spot in something um you know and play with that in, in the songs that you do um I remember when when you first uh, announced losing my religion. I was like, "Oh my god, that song is going to be so perfect for for him," and it was. <laughs> um, you know, and you found his his frenetic, you know, Michael's uh, frenetic, you know, performance of it, and then turned it into a Darcy version of it, and it was great. <laughs> um, yeah. But back to couplehood. No, God, I'm sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say it's actually interesting because I was never a huge fan of our, I mean, I didn't dislike them, but I never listened to and but I've been listening to them more and I, I may do more songs by them because I think I can, I can make some of them work. I, I think so too. Back to, to coupleness. Um, and we'll go back to Holly for a second. Um, what surprised you about Darcy once, you know, you got past all the shyness and you were really in the, we're doing this. Um, I knew this question was coming and I've been thinking it. <laughs> Um, I think like he's really good at at like explaining things and and teaching, being patient and teaching people things and like 
um i he like and he will tell me things and it will like i'll be like yeah 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 and and finally if i actually do the thing that he's telling me it's it's so much better but i am like well i don't want to do that because it's different and i don't like different so <laughs> like it took me so long to do some of the things he's been telling me you need to, to do this piece of software use this thing and and i'll do it and i'm like you know that's so much better like why didn't you tell me to do that before <laughs> but, and he's like i did seven times yeah, exactly <laughs> he's like you know i told you that before <laughs> how about you darcy um something about holly um it's funny because i was actually going to say that the thing we talked about earlier about how she how she never sang because i think that would have surprised people you know that she stopped for so long um what's something else um she is very good at you know getting into new things and just starting something new like in the last year she's been doing all been really getting into like all the various crafter things and she never really did much of that before and she's been you know just doing some amazing stuff and just um she just and with her when she gets into something she just has this really kind of infectious enthusiasm right like when she gets into something she's just all about it and anything when she discovers something new it's it's all about like um you know, she just gets really into it, and it's 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 sort of sort of infectious just to 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 see that happen. So, if there's one quality of hers that you could you know sap and adopt without taking it away from her, but you know, like mirror it and take it for yourself, what would it be? Or is there something about yourself that she's brought out in you that has surprised you? Um. Hmm. As far as as far as something of hers, she is more she's more willing to um, like I said, she's more adventurous. She's more willing to like for me, it takes me a little while to decide if I want to start something new and and get into and, and you know, but but she tends to be more more willing to kind of explore new things. And um, she's definitely more outgoing than I am. I'm definitely I'm very much uh, an introvert and, um, you know, can can, uh, you know, often kind of come in, you know, go into myself a little bit. And she is more outgoing than I am. And I, I wish I was more outgoing. And Holly, same question for you. Um, I wish that I was more like, um, because like I mentioned before, he's really good at explaining things and I feel like I'm not good at that. I wish I was better at that. Like, I feel like, or better at, at, like when we do our podcasts, because we do, um, a, a panel show about technology every other week. And I feel like I don't talk as much on there. I'm not, a, like, I, I'm, I'm into technology, but like, I feel like I can't talk about it as much and I feel like um I wish that I was more expressive and more was able to to talk for longer because I feel like I make my point and then I'm like done talking and I can't I can't talk for very long. <laughs> Hence this answer. <laughs> I feel like I've said the word talk about 10 times. But <laughs> I I why do I not know that you guys have a podcast? Um tell us a little about that and where we can find it. 
Actually, we've been podcasting for, well, pretty much, it's funny because when we first heard about podcasting, like, you know, right after it became a thing, we both decided we have to do this. And mm. we've had several over the years. Um, <laughs> we have. And several abandoned ones. Um, but there's... Um, and Bryn but, was back with us back then, too. Yeah. <laughs> back at the beginning. Yeah. Bryn was one of the first people we we discovered in, in, when we got into podcasting. Um, but... Uh, yeah, the one we do now, it's called Maccessibility, um, like accessibility with an M. So it's like a Apple-centric thing. We've been doing it since um, like 2009, I think. So it's been, you know, even before the iPhone was accessible, um, yeah. we've been doing this. And it's it's every two weeks on, uh, on Thursdays. Actually, I'm in the process of editing the uh, latest one as we speak. So it'll probably be up later today. But, um, but yeah, it's a panel show. And usually... Anywhere from four to six or seven people. And we just kind of talk about what's happening. Um, it's not specifically about like um, accessibility or whatever. We're just, we're more like, we're all kind of Apple fans who are, who are also blind and who also use voiceover and stuff. And so we're just Apple nerds who, you know, geek out about, about all this kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, I'm actually... So Anthony, uh, I wanted to ask a quick question about their, their yes. podcast because I um, I have been listening to podcasts since 2005, and yeah. when I searched for podcast and blind, uh, Darcy and Holly was one of the first things that ever came up. Um, and so um, I guess I just wanted to know, I'm not really sure what my question is or how to phrase it, but um, I guess... You know, I've seen the two of you um, have such a strong relationship and, and, you know, you guys have been together for so long um, and, and your podcast has sort of just, you know, highlighted your, uh, your, your relationship and how well you two get along. Um, mm -hmm. And I guess I just, you know, I, maybe my question is, um, you know, how do you think your um, relationship has been affected by doing podcasts together for years and years? Do you think that working on a project like that um, has maybe brought you two closer together or given you a common, um, you know, a common uh, task or goal that both of you can work on together? Brandon and I are on the same wavelength. I was going to ask a very similar question. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I think, think so, so. Because we, we like, um, take on different tasks like we'll we'll do some of the same tasks but um you know we we complement each other's weaknesses and strengths really well I think because one thing you know um like like I mentioned before he's really good at talking and and I'm good at like uh thinking of things to talk about or or we figure out um like you know we divide up the editing. We, I think, I think we do complement each other really well. Yeah, and... I think so. And I think we, we, I mean, the thing is we both, I think we enjoy really talking to each other. You know, we're still, you know, we can still, you know, talk and find stuff to talk about. I mean, right now the podcast we do is, is restricted to Apple, but some of the ones we used to do were sort of more free form. Um, yeah. And, and they were more fun, I think. They kind of were. I, I would like to get back to doing something just just us because right now the thing we're doing is a is a panel thing, um, and the the stuff that that is. But it, it's one of those things. I'm sure everyone knows how that is when you when you 
the the idea of starting up something, you know, when you have all the other things you're doing, it it, it sometimes it's a little daunting to to think about yeah. that. But um, but yeah, I I think that we we both really enjoy. Well, we both really enjoy the medium of podcasting. Like I, um, like I know back when when uh, when streaming first became a thing, I, I thought it was cool, and I, I like that that people did it. Um, and I, I tried doing it once or twice to see if I could just to figure out the technical stuff, but it never was really my thing, right? But when podcasting happened, that was that was my medium, and and Holly. I think is her medium too. Like we both really like podcasting and both listening to it and, and creating podcasts. Yeah. Cause so I, give, Oh God. Oh, I, you know, I was just going to say one last thing and then uh, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> um, so I remember, you know, when sound tours were really new for us uh, and everybody, you know, this was back way back in 2005, everybody was getting their iRivers and their Arcos jukebox, jukeboxes and stuff. <laughs> and they were all, you know, I want to walk down to the gas station or whatever. Um, so what I would I wanted to ask you, what do you think was the most interesting thing uh, in all these years that the two of you have uh, said, oh, that we should record this together? Like, you know, we should go to this place or do this thing and record it. My favorite thing that we ever recorded was we were learning this, this, there was this racing, I didn't remember what it's called, this racing game that was out for Windows. And this was, I don't even know, I think around 2005, 2006. And we were playing it and we were doing really badly at it and very badly at it. And it was hilarious. And we were just laughing, like uproariously failing at this driving game. And we recorded that. And it was so much fun. And we had, we laughed so hard. We were, because it, it would, we would crash and be like, turn and we would turn and, and then you'd hear yeah, like, turn, was, like, turn right. We turned right and crash immediately. And it was just one of those <laughs> things. It was one of those things that you like late at night, you're just everything, it, you know, everyone's just laughing hysterically. Um, it was but so that fun. was a funny one. Now, one thing I, I will say as far as um, this was, well, this was actually early on too. I should, I need to put all these back up somewhere so people can hear them. But um, one of our early podcasts, you know, when uh, Holly um, had went to to Leader Dogs, we did a thing every night where she would talk about, you know, her experiences that day, like what what she experienced that day with with the dog and and all that. And and people that that sort of I think early on, I think a lot of people sort of found us through that. Um, and and. Uh, and we we you know people started to to listen to us then and and people kind of stuck with us and with the apple stuff and it's it's actually kind of funny because when we first started coming to community stuff there were people who like recognized us and it was weird because we really didn't get a lot of feedback with our podcasts but we'd get so we'd hear people say i've been listening to you guys for years and it's like Oh, this is so weird. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Doug was talking about that too. It's just, it's just bizarre because yeah. you don't feel like you're, yeah, yeah. You just, I'm just doing, you know, we're just doing this yeah. thing, right? And it just yeah. throw yeah. it out there into the ether, and then it turns out pe people are listening to it, and it, it's such a weird thing, right? That people knew who we were. There is someone in the audience in the show who accosted me in the best way in the hallway of of a um, convention hotel. Um, and it was the effervescence and the, oh my God, are you really Anthony Corona? I'm like, um, yeah, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it was definitely, it was, it was a fun weird, but very weird. I was like, oh my God, like just from my voice, like, 
um, you know, this person, any, the effervescence of it. I, mm. Anyways, so yeah. where do you, where do you guys either see or dream yourselves to be in five years and ten years? Holly, you go first. <laughs> uh -oh. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I I mean I would like for us to be together. I don't know, you know. Um, I I don't really know. I I would like to be doing more stuff, more crafty stuff get better at that because it's still new um i i don't know i'm not very i guess i'm more practical i'm not really a dreamer i can't think of anything <laughs> how about you darcy i think that's probably why we get along because i'm kind of the same way um and uh yeah i mean it would be awesome if we if we were you know physically in the same place all the time um because it, it is it is hard for sure um and uh you know I, know I don't know what that looks like yet but I, I would love that if that were the case and i would um you know i'd love that we can just you know keep doing more of kind of what we're doing now you know and and uh and that sort of thing well like i did with chris and doug i'm going to open it up to the other couples or sheila or lucy uh Brian has has um thankfully um given us some podcasting questions anybody <laughs> want to throw something at holly and darcy before we go to jimmy and kayla how do you find your podcast uh if you search for maxcessibility or you can go to maxcessibility.net is the website but if you in any podcast uh client whether you're using apple podcasts or overcast or whatever you like or the you know the i think i think i'm sure it's on the um victor stream as well um if you just search for maxcessibility you'll find it Oh, okay. This is Doug. Holly, are you still a Predators fan? Yep, I oh. am. <laughs> I was gonna ask, that was one thing I was going to ask, what hockey team you guys were, were following. Uh, you won't like us, so uh, but we're big Penguins fans here. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> last, last week. Oh, no. Uh, I enjoyed I'm a it. big Rangers fan, I have to be. You know, the funny thing is, the funny yes. thing is, oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, it was just, it was glitching. Zoom was glitching, so I wasn't sure. Um, but I was just going to say, it's it's funny. It's sort of ironic because um, I'm the Canadian and she's the hockey fan, so. <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to throw a bonus one in. What do you guys think? Um, is the Vision Pro going to be as big as the hype is telling us it's going to be? Um, no, I don't know. I I think it's really cool. This is something we we're very because I was like, oh, it's so awesome. He was like, yeah. So that that's one of the things we were different on because I was like, it's the best thing ever, and I want one. And I... um, usually I'm not that way with new stuff. I'm like, it's new. It's probably not going to be. But I, I think probably not at first. It might eventually. Like I think it will maybe grow slowly. Um, I'm not. I'm just not sure yet what the story is with the Vision Pro and blind people. Like, I have no doubt that it will be accessible. And and I have heard that voiceover will be on it. Um, whether it's something that, you know, we're going to want to use, like, in, instead of the other devices we have, I think remains to be seen. Um, sort of like, you know, when the, when the iPhone first became accessible, people wondered, like, are we going to be able to use a touchscreen? Can... And, and I remember actually having arguments with people online about whether, you know, blind people could ever actually use touchscreens. And 
And then, of course, when it did come out, there were so many things that it was good at that it, you know, it it made it worth learning how to use the touchscreen because it, yeah. it could just do so many things. And like now, I I don't think too many people would want to be without their their phone, right? Because it's just it's replaced so many things, and it's just indispensable as far as what it's useful. But whether the Vision Pro is that or not, I have no idea. And I'm I'm. I'm interested to see it. Um, I, I, I think, think I'll let other people <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to drop in, you know, drop $3,500 to find it out, but I I'm excited to see other people do it. <laughs> I kind of feel the, the same first, way. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have one if someone wants to donate, but I think exactly. the first generation, <laughs> I think the first generation one definitely won't be, you know, because the first generation of anything isn't the best. I think, you know, once we get into like augmented reality, more of that kind of stuff, you know, and you can take it with you and and be out in the world. I think that will be more useful too than it even will be at the very beginning. So yeah. I think it has a lot of potential. Well, yeah, because like all the, the accessibility stuff that they have in the phone right now, that would be so much more useful if you had like, say, a a, a pair of glasses you could wear that you know the battery lasted all all day and you could just like you know all the things they're doing like room detection and door people all that stuff that's kind of awkward on your phone right because you're holding your phone up all the time but Mm -hmm. once we have something that you just wear that is not a device like a because i think i don't think right now at least the current vision pro is something you're going to walk around with it sounds kind of unwieldy with like you know this big headset thing and a battery pack that you have to like but eventually we'll get there like in a a few years i think the technology is going to be pretty cool you know i've seen the envision glasses leap forward in the last year and a half versus you know the first year that i had them um and i imagine that you know the vision it's it first and foremost it's going to come as a phone and a wearable um and so I, I think once they work out the initial bugs and streamline it a bit i think it will be a big time game changer all right stick around thank you so much for letting us um dive into your relationship we're going to do that round table in a little while and then see what uh, the audience wants to ask all right kayla and jimmy you're up <laughs> hi 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 welcome back to sunday edition kayla and welcome for the first time jimmy thank you I have to say before we before we dive in, um, I heard you guys on the newlyweds, and I I was it, it, uh, laughing, you know, my proverbial bottom off. Um, it was great, great, uh, fun night. So, uh, same question, you know, tell us your origin story. How'd you meet? Who asked out who first? That all that kind of good stuff. All right. Um. So we met the first time I was about fourteen. Um, he just moved in next door to one of my best friends. And so the first time I met him, actually, like we, me and my friend got off the bus and she's like, oh, my neighbor. And so we went to his bedroom window and we're talking to him through his bedroom window. Um, so yeah, that's where it kind of got started. Um, did you want to add anything else to that, babe? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, actually how it happens. And no, I I vouch for that. I don't know. It was a few years ago. I have to make sure my memories are correct. Um, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> and so um, I really liked him. Um, we hung out in a couple, like some group settings and stuff like that. Um, 
he was two years older than me. Um, or he still Still is, am. actually. <laughs> and so, um, you know, teenagers and my friend liked him. And I'm so I'm like, uh, I can't really date him. And then he kind of like, um, kind of just kind of disappeared and didn't talk to me for a while. He, he kind of gave me, he ghosted before ghosting was popular, a thing, you know, he's so ahead of the times. Um And so we kind of just both went on and, and lived our lives. And um, I was engaged to someone else. And um, that, thank goodness, did not happen. Um, but it, our lives kept kind of intertwining and, and passing. Um, one of my roommates and him worked together. So um I don't know if you want to tell that story, babe, when you saw me. That's your story to tell. When, you uh, yeah, well, uh, she comes in uh, with what I guess was her fiance. I don't guess. I know she told me after the fact, but uh, with some other guy uh, when I was working at a video game store. Game crazy for anybody who knows it. And uh, when she comes in, my boss at the time, I lean over to him like, I know that girl. I, I've met her before. Like we we almost dated But I actually told her we couldn't date anywhere. And he's like, he called me out several times and told me I was a liar. He's like, no, you don't know that girl. I was like, I swear to you, I do. I know that girl. I've met her before a long time ago. And so, um, but yeah, like they were engaged at that time. So um, I thought they were going to get married. I definitely was under that impression. And uh, I did not know that. But um, but yeah, I thought I'd missed my chance at that point. And then um, a couple of years later, um, I was working, I was a massage therapist, and one of the girls I was working with, we were going over to my friend's house, Rachel, who lived next door to his, his him growing up. And so I was telling Keelan um, where to turn, you know, like giving her directions. We turn on his street, and she's like, oh, I dated a guy who lived on this street. And so I'm like, was it Jimmy L? She's like, yeah, how'd you know? And I'm like, well, he was the only guy we're dating on the street. So, um, but so anyways, we went over to my friend's house. We picked her up. Um, we were in her house for a while, just kind of hanging out. And we were going to go to Ikea. And so we walk out and Rachel's like, oh, Jimmy's over at his parents' house. I'm like, oh my gosh, how funny would it be if all three of us who at one point in time made out with him um, go over and knock on the door and he sees us all together. Um, <laughs> so we did and it was grand and, um, and we were talking to them all of a sudden I just blurted out, do you want to go to Ikea with us? And uh, surprisingly, he said, yeah, let me go get my shoes. And the other girls are like, what did you just do? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and so the four of us went to Ikea. And then um, he, he carried me. He gave me a piggyback ride down the stairs um, for fun. Um, and then we went out to dinner to Chili's and then him and I ended up hanging out and like talking pretty much the rest of the night and we've been together ever since. So. How long into this excursion did you realize that she was no longer engaged? <laughs> it was, uh, oh, wait a minute. Well, Were you no longer engaged? At yeah, that I was no longer engaged. <laughs> yep. At that point I was no longer engaged. 
It was well into the evening. We had already gone back to hang out at her place by the time I knew that she wasn't engaged or married. So, like, I wasn't even sure when we were at Ikea that there wasn't any, any uh, marriage going on for sure. I, I had no idea. No one was being clear or, like, hinting or talking about that whatsoever. <laughs> that must have been a fun well, evening. Yeah, and then, like, me and Keelan were both massage therapists, so neither of us would have really wore jewelry. And so she was True. married. She was married, but flirting with him a lot. And I was not married and just being me. Um, <laughs> probably pretty shy. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't till later in the evening after we had all gone back to my place that I think you figured that out. Yeah. And how long, was, uh... how long after that um, did you actually officially decide you were going to be together? The same I think, night, we, I think. I, yeah, there was we just were <laughs> we just were he went so that was maybe a Wednesday or Thursday and um he went with my mom's wedding that that next weekend like a few days later I'm like uh do you want to go to my mom's wedding with me <laughs> he did <laughs> I called my mom like well can I bring a date to the wedding she's like what I guess and so, yeah, he went to my mom's wedding with me. Um, yeah, because that was February 9th, and my mom got married, I think, February 12th. So, like, three days later, he went to the, her wedding with me. That's yeah. adorable. Now, what so that's, like, our other... first date, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the first date was my mom's wedding. <laughs> True. What did the other girls think when you know when you actually told them like you know Jimmy um well he's yeah. mine now yeah so <laughs> it was actually really interesting because I did I did have the conversation with them um, because we were friends and Rachel who was single is like whatever do whatever you want I don't care basically and Keelan's like I don't think you should date him <laughs> get married like your opinion doesn't really matter as much but. Um, so apparently when they were dating, she had a birthday and he didn't get her something for her, her birthday. And she was very bitter about that. And was like, he's never going to buy you gifts. And so, yeah, I, it, he buys me stuff all the time. <laughs> we joking. were never dating. Me and Keelan never were dating. She, yeah, but we she thought like, you were. And we, she thought we were dating. I know. So I felt really bad because I was like, I never thought we were. So, yeah. Yeah. Turns out we were, and I was a horrible boyfriend when we, we were dating, and I didn't know about it. <laughs> so how long, how long did it take to go from dating to a proposal? And tell us about the proposal. It's yeah, been long so, after we started dating. Uh, but he kept telling me, I'm never getting married. I don't want to get married. Um, his parents had just recently kind of gone through a divorce and all of that, and I had just broken up with, you know, I'm like, I already did that crap. I don't want, you know, so we really like, I was fine with not, I'm like, if we just have this, this is cool. I'm happy. Um, and so, you know, most girls would be like, I want to get married. And I just, that I don't know. I'm like, whatever. Um, do you want to tell them like when you first, when I first kind of knew we were going to get married, do you want me to? You can tell them. All right, so uh, his parents, his, his dad and stepmom got married um, later that same year. So my parents got, my mom got remarried in February. His parents got remarried in November. And this entire time, I'm not, I'm not 
marrying. I don't want to get married. Okay, I'll move in with you, but we're not getting married. So we were living together. We had just moved in together. And we went to his um, dad's wedding. And he wrote in the book, he told me, because I can't see it. He wrote, I wrote uh, James and Kayla Allen in the book where, um, you know, the guest book. And so that was like, oh, we might actually get married someday. (laughs) And then um, and then our first uh, the anniversary of our first date is February 9th. And so we went out to dinner. So that was in November. February 9th comes. We went out to dinner. We hung out all night. Um, he didn't propose. And I'm like, is he going to propose? Like the whole night. I'm like, maybe not. Maybe I read it wrong. Um, and then um, we walk in the front door of our apartment. And he gets down on one knee and I say yes. And he's like, well, can I ask? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, he didn't have a ring because he wanted me to go pick it out with him. So he put a twisty tie, like a bread bag twisty tie on my finger that night. Oh, you still have a twisty tie? Yeah. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of our our got-together story. So now you've been married a while. There's uh, some kids involved. Um, Do you still get the butterflies? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome what is what is each other's best and most frustrating quality with Jimmy this time uh Kayla's best quality is she can do anything she's actually really good at like logistics and planning and like making sure stuff gets done no matter what the thing is the only thing Kayla lacks is like as much confidence as she deserves like she deserves to be well more confident Absolutely. than she is, but like that's about it though for like qualities Kayla could have. But other than that, like she's pretty amazing. Like I mean, if I could, you know, if she could drive, like she wouldn't need me for anything. <laughs> but that's the thing; I don't need you, but I want <laughs> you. That's exactly right. That's that's a better oh way God. to be, I suppose. And I remember, like one of our first fights, I'm like, I don't need you. I want you here. <laughs> like, I, I don't even remember what the fight was about, but I remember telling him that. Hmm. So, yeah. And how about Jimmy, Kayla? Um, he is just the kindest person I've ever met. Um, he makes me laugh every day. Um, which is, is really high on my, um, my, uh, you know, my love language list list is, is laughter. Um, I went, I went out with a guy one time and he didn't laugh at the comedy I thought was funny and I never called him back. So, um, it's very important to me and he makes me laugh every single day. He makes me smile. Um, yeah, he's awesome. I think I'll keep him. So. Frustrated. <laughs> oh, uh, his, yeah, his, um, his is, uh, he worries too much about stuff. If I could take one thing away that make I feel like would make give him a better quality of life, I would be, um, him worrying about stuff. I'm very good at it. <laughs> he exceeds. <laughs> no, I'm sure you are, Mister Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> to keep this interesting, let's um I, I'm gonna go in a slightly chin. 
what do you see in your kids that remind you of Jimmy Kayla or, or that, you know, is, you know, his gift to them? Um, again, sense of humor. Our kids have a great sense of humor. Um, their kindness. Jonah has this amazing heart. Um, and I really think that he gets that from Jimmy, just this, this kindness and care for others. Like, just it's amazing to watch um jordan got has his gift of gab um <laughs> and they it's really cool to like listen to the two of them they both you know they can debate and, and talk and just like go on and on and on and i am not typically that person i'm more of a listener than a speaker most of the time um, and so it's really cool to see their interactions like with both the kids and him. It's, it's fun. That's awesome. How about you, Jimmy? What was exactly what's the question again? What do you see in your kids? That's Kayla or what was her gift to them? You know, that's that, that comes out through them. Um, they're both very creative. Uh, they both have an amazing creativity. They do do art much like their mom does. They both got that from, they both get that from her. Um, they're, they're both really good with color. Like even though Kayla can't see necessarily, like she's always been really good with like expressing and understanding the value and meaning of color, which is really cool. So they all get that very well, even though Kayla's colorblind like I am. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, so you've gotten a birthday gift ever, I'm assuming. What is what was your best Jimmy ever? Uh, you cut out a bit. I'm sorry. Um, I said we're we're gonna assume that you've gotten a birthday gift from Jimmy every year. What was your best gift from Jimmy ever? Uh, my children. Beautiful. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's now, cheating. Now give us the um... <laughs> Do I have to have it in my possession yet? No, I'm just joking. Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, he got me a tea set actually, and it has butterflies on it, and I, I really, I really cherished it because it was, um, it was not a birthday gift. Um, it was. Uh, he got it at. He gave it to me at my baby shower for Jonah, but it was just so unexpected. Um, and it's, I collect tea sets for those who are like, okay, a tea set. Yay. Um, but I, um, I collect tea sets and it was just, it was very much unexpected. Um, you know, one of those times where he saw and thought of me and got it, which are more meaningful than a birthday gift to me is, you know, those, those everyday, like, oh, I just, I know you would like this. So here you go. Type of a thing. So, Jimmy, we all know that um, Kayla is quite crafty. Um, how often does she drag you into the crafty world? Is there something that you've done that you never would have imagined doing because of her? Talk to us about crafting and, you know, do you indulge? Uh, you cut out quite a bit um, when you were asking the question. I'm sorry. Having Zoom issues. I don't know what's going on. So... Yeah, I, I got the I gist. Saying, um, we all know that Kayla is a guy, Kelly. You asked you yeah, ask so for me. Basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the gist of it is how do I bring you into the crafty world and have we done crafts together and or those types of things? 
Well, yeah, definitely. Um, I do all your shipping, so yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> part of the crafting world for that a lot. Um, but no, I don't. I don't do a lot of crafting. <laughs> What's with the most Kayla. surprising crafted? The most surprising, surprising thing? thing, like uh, the clock, probably the wall clock, which was oh, like, uh, like that. I think I don't. Anthony, hear we've lost you. Am the... I back? <laughs> yes. I was going to say this may be a good thing because that'll give okay. him a chance to to leave and come back and see if that fixes it. But he's back, so. <laughs> so, uh, is there a craft? Is there a craft that just amazed you that she, you know, you, you know, in the staging of it, you're thinking, I don't know, often, then it was like, wow. Um. Yeah, it was like possibly the same craft. There was a like a wall clock that we made. And that Kayla was like spearheading. It was a, a flower um, that actually had like a working like hands for a clock in it. That's up on the wall in our garage. Um, I think it needs to be batteries right now, but um, it's a fully functional clock. That's also a flower that was crocheted um, and with wire in it to like flesh it out and stuff too, to like make it like this big flower with like the face of the flower having a clock on it. That was one of my favorite crafts that we've done, but yeah, she's done a lot. So like, this is just one randomly that I'm like a, happen to be thinking about but there's a lot of them that she's done that's awesome what's one surprising thing about her that the acb community may not know um she's really cool at a concert uh she likes good concerts she's been to lots of them and she's like really fun at a concert like she like knows how to like uh you know get like really into it and like uh yell for like the the bands and stuff like comedy <laughs> concerts or like regular concerts. Like she's really fun. Like you may not know that, but Kayla's amazing at a concert. Nice. What's the what's been the best show you guys have seen together? Um, that's hard to say too. Um, I I would say one of the first ones we went to, we went to a, a show for Cake. And I don't know if you guys know that band, but um we yeah. saw Cake and, and concert and it was that was a really good show. It was really fun. It was one of the first ones we went to, that's why I'm choosing it. But yeah. They're, they've all been really cool. We've been to a lot of really good shows, except for David Spade. Don't ever see David Spade. Yeah, he wasn't as funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was very disappointing. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for the tip. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I am going to throw it open to the other couples or, um, you know, the Sunday Edition crew. If you want to throw something at Jimmy and Kayla, have at it. This is Doug. I have a question for both of you. Um, I noticed in our last ACB media auction, we got something from Kayla's Kitchen donated. Kayla, what's your favorite thing to cook? And Jimmy, what's your favorite thing to eat that she does cook? Mm. Uh, this might be one on of that. the same, actually. Probably. Um, what's actually. your answer? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if, it, if you think it's the same, I already know what it is. It's flan. It it is. It's flan. That is my favorite because he loves mm. it so much. So I love making it because he's always so happy when I do. <laughs> well, she makes it from scratch. It's one of my favorite dishes, anyways. But she does a very good job of making it from scratch and making it amazing. So that's not my fault. <laughs> it's her fault for making it so good. That's why I'm so I'm so excited. I make well, two I was... of them for him for his birthday every year. Um, so everyone else can have some too <laughs> and he gets one for himself i was just gonna say i'm one of the lucky winners of yes. kayla's kitchen package so i can't wait i cannot wait there will but not guys... be flan in it though that doesn't oh no, well <laughs> yeah i get that <laughs> you guys are adorable <laughs> oh, would come out like snuff. <laughs> yes anyone else sheila bring 
I just want to throw something out there. I didn't. All right, you, you guys let, didn't let... say how long you've been married. Uh, we've been married for seventeen years and together officially for eighteen. Wow, that's wonderful. Known her for much longer. Oh, bless. I've known him for like two thirds <laughs> of my life, though. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Where, where is the next uh, the next vacation destination that the two of you would like to go on together? Uh, just the two of us? We were talking Vegas. Yeah, we were. Ooh, we were also yeah. talking about going to California, though, with the kids, because we want to go back yeah. to the beach again. Yeah, we do that often, um, California. Um, nice. with, uh, a fun uh, thing, uh, Jimmy and I actually renewed our wedding vows in Vegas on our 10-year anniversary. And so that was super fun. Yeah, we like doing that. Oh, Vegas in three years then. <laughs> <laughs> now he has to take me to Hawaii. Right, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's open it up to our audience. You can ask any of our three couples, um, you know, or comment on things that have been said. Throw those hands up. Sheila, who is up first? And Lucy, let us know if anybody in Clubhouse. She will. Janine. Hi, 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 couples. Um, okay, so I have a good question for you, but I, I wanted to comment on something Anthony said. So when I was at my first in-person convention for Florida Council of the Blind, which is the best Council of the Blind, in my opinion, I heard him talking to his dog, and he was the first, like, there was no community yet. And he would do Sunday editions, and he... um did things on audio description and I had lo just lost my vision. So I heard his voice. He was talking to his dog and I said, are you Anthony Corona? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't usually get that excited. Um, well, sometimes for certain people, but it was just because he was kind and he had a Sunday show that I connected to before there was a community. So I wanted to thank him for teaching me about audio description with Roy Samuelson and all the other things. So that I'm the effervescent one. So, and, and I get really excited when I first meet people, if I really like you. Okay. So my question is for all three couples. Okay. Uh, if, if you could have your partner do one thing that you like and they haven't done it or tried it, um, what would it be? Like, for an example, my boyfriend loves roads. He loves going and looking at roads, signs. So we go on road trips, and I like to craft. So he'll craft with me, and I will go on road trips with him and look at his road signs. So if you could pick something that you're interested in, what would you want your partner to do if you haven't tried it yet? For all three of you. Hmm. That's a tough question. It really is, because I feel like we do a like pretty much everything together like there's not I much we don't do together <laughs> i already know what it is what hot air balloon ride i want kayla to get to go on a hot air balloon ride yes I, that's on my bucket list i really list. wanted to be able to do that oh i did so tell him that was an acceptable way place to renew our wedding vows was in a hot air balloon, hot air balloon. Also. but, but so nobody will be able to you won't be able to hear anything because yeah. the burner is so loud it's so loud <laughs> oh yeah yeah 
it's funny you guys mentioned skydiving earlier and i used to say i always wanted to do it but i i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i if i actually if push came to shove if i would actually do it but i i, I want to do the the plane the like the i guess it's called the vomit comet the vomit where comet. you're weightless where you're weightless i want to do that that would be that awesome. would be cool that i would love to fun. do that that sounds fun i think being experiencing the weightless, weightlessness would be cool and dogs yeah, i'm not going to space guys? so I'm sorry. What well, would you want it. your partner to try? Boy, I don't know. I th that's a good good question because we, you know, we do so much together that that uh, I don't, that I don't know. Well, and, well, and the yeah, and that's the thing for me too. It's like, oh, gee, what would I, I mean? I'd love it if if we could. I mean, I'm certainly out of shape to do this, but when I first when I tried rock climbing and I thought that was so much fun because I felt like I was safer than I was on the street. Um, <laughs> now as a 75 year old, I'm not quite sure if I'd want to do a, a rock wall or not. <laughs> uh, but I, if, if I did, I'd like to do it with Doug. Aww. Anthony will be back. I'm sure. Awesome. Well, it's something to think about, you know, just a question. Yeah. Well, thank All you. Right. Well, let's go. No, to thank you guys. Minute. Um, Calandra, I believe that's you. Yeah, it's me. Um, I have a question for all three couples. Uh, if you can celebrate a special holiday, such as Christmas or Valentine's Day or Easter, you know, anything, what would it be? And what do you like to do on this particular celebration occasion? I think Christmas is probably mine when mine too. Yeah, but before um our parents died, we used to spend Christmas of course <laughs> a lot of times at my mom's house. Um but the other thing is even if we didn't, it's just fun to be with each other and then we have dinner with family and that's always fun so i would i would say christmas is probably my favorite of those holidays i tend to like, I like easter even better and i guess it, it's weird because i'm not that religious but it's it's such a renewing kind of thing and the the churchy part of it that is is renewing is just such a good feeling and it's the spring and all that kind of stuff. And I have all, all good family memories from, from Easter. All right. I like it when we celebrate Valentine's day. Cause we, we, um, we spend oh, the day yeah. and we do, uh, just, we don't do anything too elaborate. We usually get like a meal, order a meal in and we just kind of hang out and watch, well, easily watch something on TV or, you know, watch a new show and we just spend time together and it's always so much fun. It's low key, which is, you know. Yeah. And like it's, like it. it's usually some time where it's just us. Like there's nothing else going on, um, you know, and uh, I, I was actually thinking that as well. Um, All right. Kayla, Jimmy. Um, I would say these days, because we have kids, I mean, everything's way different. Um but for family time, Christmas is awesome. My favorite holiday, though, is Thanksgiving. And so, you know, we just spend the day together and I cook and 
well, we do it the day after Thanksgiving and Jimmy helps clean the bird and we just, we spend the day together. Um, and it's awesome. Um, but it, it really doesn't have to be a holiday. I'm happy just anytime we can connect and have time together is great. Whether we're staying home or going to, you know, comedy or the piano bar or whatever. Um, it's great. Jamie? Yeah, same. Um, Friendsgiving is absolutely my favorite uh, time of year because it's a, uh, it's not a, a big event, but like like she was saying, like the turkey and everything is like one of my favorite things we get to make, and it's like a whole week long process to make the turkey, and then it's all worth it, and then all the leftovers, of course. But like, uh, it's probably my favorite holiday, but I really just like uh, vacationing in general anywhere we go, but especially the beach. But um, first, as far as uh, spending time together and family stuff, like nature just anything we can do in nature no matter what we're celebrating yeah going for walks going on bike rides yeah all right lucy who do we have in clubhouse donna browning all right i have a question for the couples so think of your partner if you're when you're thinking of your partner how if you are describing them as a animal, what would that animal be for all three I have couples? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla's a frog. Uh, Jimmy's a monkey. <laughs> he's <laughs> monkeys. If we go to the park and the kids call him a big kid because he's up there climbing on all the equipment. So <laughs> Christine would be a talkative right. kitty cat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, just for that, you're a puppy. <laughs> I think puppy fits Doug pretty good. <laughs> I am so sorry. I've been having Zoom issues. I don't know what's going on, but okay. Sheila, I hear, is taking care of things quite well. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Darcy and Holly, you're next. Um, I, I am never good at these animals. Like what? I am I, terrible at these things. <laughs> um, All right, let's switch it up. I'd like to phone a friend if I could. Darcy. <laughs> Darcy's an elephant because he remembers everything. We've got another hand, Anthony. I want to throw one at Holly and Darcy, though. If if you guys were a piece of tech equipment, what would each of you be? <laughs> Don't know. Absolutely terrible. These kind of questions. Um, Darcy's a hard drive because he remembers everything. <laughs> And Holly is an old-fashioned dictaphone because they make such beautiful music. All right. <laughs> Lucy, who's our hand in Clubhouse? I was thinking a microphone, but yeah, that works too. Yeah. That Tony. was the hand, I think. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. Lucy, did we have another hand? Yes, Tony. Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Um, this question is for Kayla and Jimmy. Did you always live in Arizona? Uh, the two of us together? Yeah, yes. when you all Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. um, I'm going to pass it race. to DJ because he got a question for you, too. Oh, a twofer on Sunday edition. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the couples, couples asking couples. We. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Okay. So, Kayla, this question is for you. Now, I can't see, but Tony has a little sight. So she tells me that the color of your hair is pink. 
it was pink until about two two months ago, and now it's cherry red. Oh. Cherry red. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I had pink hair for about four years, and I just changed it up. Wow. You got me blushing. Okay, so this next question is for Chris and Doug. I think, Doug, you said you're from New Jersey? I lived there for a while, but I'm from Virginia originally. Oh, okay. What part of Virginia? Uh, uh, you may say what part of Virginia? Uh, what- <laughs> wow. Those states I merged. I love that because I got folks in Virginia and Jersey. But what part of Jersey and uh, Virginia are you, where are you where you at? I lived about 20 miles south of New York City uh, in a little town called South Amboy, New Jersey. I know wow. And we uh, were neighbors, Doug. I was yeah. a Staten Island boy. Is that right? Yeah, right across, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. I know and where Perth Amboy is. And in Virginia, I lived in Newport News. Oh, my goodness. I'm oh, from Virginia Beach. Area. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Wow. We were neighbors there too. Yeah. My family's in Virginia Beach. Yeah. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't far from me because I'm from Philadelphia, and it's not far from uh, from uh, Perth Amboy. And I remember even uh, when I was in North Jersey in Patterson for a stint, uh, I have I had driven down to Perth Amboy uh, to uh, in, with a uh, ministry called Teen Challenge down there. And um, I remember that also well. But uh, and to Darcy and Holly, you guys are, 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 are a fantabulous couple. But what I'd like to know is if you had any place that you could pick for the other to take to, where would it be? I don't think, can you, what's the okay. question? Let, let me, let me, let me see if I can, let me see if I can say it again. Okay, so of all the places in the world, if you had any one place that you could take the other person to, where would it be? The UK. I want to go to the UK. The I think UK? it would be cool for us to go, yeah. Wow. And what about you, Darcy? Oh, I was muted this whole time, and here I was talking away. And um, I, I thought it was—I thought it was thinking. Okay, you think you think like podcasting for this long, I'd be good at using the microphone, but um, you would be yeah. wrong. Um, and I was actually about to say the same thing before she did. Um, the the UK because I know that that Holly really wants to go there. I've never been there myself either, but I think it would be it would be a cool place to visit. Great, you guys uh, have done a great uh, job here. Uh, and Chris, I don't want to leave you out uh, being from the the DMV, as they say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it about Doug that intrigues you the most, even now, after all these years you've been together? Mm. Oh, ha, 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 ha. His, his, his joy. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for allowing me to ask a question. Anthony, another great job of interviewing. And who knows? Thank you. Um, and before you go, my friend, a- I hope the next time I do one of these, you and Tony will consent to being one of our ACB couples. Sure. That would sound swell. 
All right. Tony Thank Grinning. you. So- <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thanks <laughs> for fun. Woo woo. I'll hit you up an email in a couple of months when we're ready to do another one of these. Thank you so much. Sheila, how many more hands do we have? One. All right, let's bring it up. Janine. Okay, so here's another question for all three of you. Um, and, and by the way, Jimmy, uh, when every time, almost every time I talk to Kayla, I always ask for concert tickets. And she just laughs because <laughs> you're you're the wrong Jimmy Allen. And I'm very disappointed. So I, I think he's the right one though. <laughs> well for you. <laughs> for you. Well, he gives you his best shot, Kayla. <laughs> oh. Okay. So my question is if you guys and all all three of you, um, what is your song or what is a song if you could go on a recording studio? What song would you record together as a duet? Or who would you want <laughs> to write you a song to sing? Yeah, there you go. You could pick one of those. Um, well, so uh, yeah, I think I can do better. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you. did you say, Jimmy? <laughs> Anything you can do, I can do better. That's oh, that's hard. a great song. I like it. <laughs> You guys that's would be our, so great That's at our that. silly road trip duet sing Aww. together song. So I love it. All right, Doug and Christine, how about you guys? I'm still thinking here. <laughs> oh, I'd rather do a Monty Python thing or something. You know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. you know, like lovely spam, wonderful spam. No. <laughs> <laughs> Spam, 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 spam. spam, spam. That's going to be in my head for a while now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Darcy Darcy and Holly. Well, uh, well, we did record um, Shiny Happy People as a duet for karaoke. Um, (laughs) And we're going to do another one for the Christmas thing at some point over the next three weeks. Um, Yep. So, um, yeah, we have done them. We have done duet, which... I can't imagine there's gonna be too many of those, but if we can find a song that you know that works for both of us, then we're both kind of quirky, so we like quirky stuff. Yeah, like like I think we would do better with quirky duets than serious ones. Than like serious, yeah, yeah, awesome. Thank you. All right, so I have one for all three. Um, You remember those yearbook predictions and or you know best in class um, monikers. So for each of you, give your yearbook moniker for your partner, and we'll start with Darcy and Holly. Oh, I was hoping we could hear other people's. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't think we voted on those in my school. I don't um, remember that either. Yeah, we didn't either. I think the takeaway from this whole thing is Holly and I are both terrible at these kind of questions. Yeah, I'm not good at this kind of stuff at all. Um, all we could right, never play the see. newlywed game because if they did, they would we would each take like 10 minutes to try to come up with a question. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine we're ever going to be asked to do that. <laughs> all right, let's go to Doug and Christine. Well, if I were to write one now for Doug, you know, like something that I, for him, 
or I mean, yeah, because other yeah, people write them. Yeah. So I would say he's the most likely to. Um, he's the most likely to succeed at. Um, turning a, a a bad recording into a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I would I I would definitely see that, Doug. <laughs> I think she would, I would say that you would, Chris would be more likely to become involved in political things because she always reads and she always uh, uh, keeps informed on on things like that. All right. And um, Jimmy and Kayla. Um, I think his would be most likely to be a, like a comic or stand-up comedian or something along those lines. All right, so this next one is going to be Jimmy. fun. Oh, Jim. Jimmy, that's right. Jimmy, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, I was going to say Kayla would be most likely to be like a really great mom. Aww, you're <laughs> so oh, <sweet>. cool. <laughs> that is so sweet. This next one's going to be fun. Um, and, and I think I can predict some of these answers. Who's the better cook? Who's better at cleaning? Who's more organized? Go, let's start with Chris and Doug. She's the better cook. <laughs> I like to let Doug clean because then I don't I don't have to beat up my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably more organized. <laughs> Holly and Darcy. Holly's the better cook. Um, Darcy is better at cleaning because I hate it. And yeah. I hate it. And, and I hate dishes. <laughs> I would probably say in, You're more organized. That I'm more organized, yeah. Well, it depends. You're more organized with your digital stuff, and I'm more organized with analog stuff. Yeah, with digital stuff, <laughs> I have everything all in its in analog is complete chaos. Um, but but <laughs> the, and the opposite is true for for Holly. Whenever I like like just let me have your computer for a little bit and let me <laughs> fix it. <laughs> but but yeah, um, I tend to be more. I tend to be more like um like planning things and making lists and things like that so yeah i'm probably probably in a lot of ways more organized she's more definitely. um yeah <laughs> definitely more yeah all right jimmy and kayla um, well i can tell you kayla's more organized most of the time but we we both have different like cooking strengths like i i feel like uh kayla's better in the oven and i'm better on the, the stove top yeah we so, cook yeah. a lot together actually yeah, I'm um, cooking a lot. And he's better at cleaning. He's got his eyes work. <laughs> <laughs> we can identify with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes it's are better than mine. <laughs> and I hate cleaning, but I like it to be clean, so I'll do it. <laughs> All right. So we all, you know, we all know that there are those famous love stories, Romeo and Juliet, um, those famous lovey-dovey type movies. Um, if you could have a couple's adventure and recreate a romance, what would you choose and why? And we'll we'll go backwards. We'll start with Jimmy and Kayla. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um... Oh, oh, come on. You said you had an answer for this one because I know I don't. <laughs> um... 
this the movie um simply irresistible where she cooks and he like falls in love with her because of her cooking and i love that movie oh my gosh that so that's like my favorite romantic movie so i'm i'm down on that that is so cute all right i know you're not good at it darcy and holly but try to give us one I think that I was, was the Princess Bride or something awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. Oh, too. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I've not real. actually seen that movie, but just I understand. I know the premise oh, of it. So. Been... Okay, we got to watch that movie. I don't, That's yeah, on the list. I don't know I've that seen I've seen that movie before. I think I've seen. I think I think there was like one day where it was on and we saw part of it, but I've never seen it from start to finish. Oh my god, it's an amazing movie. You have to watch yeah. it. That's homework. Yeah. And you come back in Sunday edition and tell us how much you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I do like The Princess Bride too, so that might be second. <laughs> All right, Doug and Chris. Wow. I never think about movies. Hmm. You know, one of the most fun movies that I think I've watched was um at least a lot of parts of it was when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Uh, all right if you were going to cast someone to play your couple spouse you know your partner in uh, in the movie of your life who would you cast and uh, let's start with doug and chris who would i cast to play chris Mm -hmm. you know probably maybe share oh interesting (laughs) How about you, oh, Chris? Wow. Um that's that's some pretty weird company. <laughs> um to be Doug. Oh I don't know. I, 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 I just don't even I don't think in terms of actors. So it's like not on my list. Sorry guys. Well, and Doug, you get to play. You get to play with Cher. <laughs> <laughs> How lucky are you? All right, let's go with Jimmy and Kayla next. And Anthony, you've got five minutes. All right, I'm gonna go with Nora Jones. Uh, I was oh. gonna say Stephen Lynch for him. Good yeah, choices. Do a duet. That'd be cool. Yeah. Wow, I listened to their duet. Yeah, that'd be fr- that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, Holly and Darcy. I think Jack Black. Jack Black's awesome. <laughs> mm. Um, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I I can't. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Honestly, that is okay. Last question. Uh, um, oh, good. <laughs> sum up your <laughs> sum up your relationship in ten words or less, and I will be easy on Darcy and Holly and let them go last. Uh, Jimmy and Kayla, you guys go first. Um, I can do it. Uh, the best thing that ever happened to me by far. Nice. Kaylee, um, you want to add anything to that? <laughs> he's my best friend. Oh. Best BFF, best friends forever. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> All right, Doug and Chris. We're connected at the brain. Oh. <laughs> we have fun together and we love each other. <laughs> oh. All right, Holly and Darcy, you got to give us something. Um. <laughs> We make each other laugh. Um, we enjoy spending time together. And Holly, you're up. 
we what he said <laughs> i like connected at the brain can i steal theirs <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a good one that's a really good one <laughs> yeah because that, that is actually very it, more often than not that that is the case so yeah well audience i don't know if you agree with me but i think this is definitely the best couple show we've had as 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 of yet um no no offense to any of my previous couples we've all had fun but this was a great mix i want to thank all six of you um especially the two who pinched hit at the last minute i had to swap out alan's um thank you so much for being here sheila of course lucy and and ms Bryn. Love you all and everybody out there listening. I will be back next week with Mark Reichert, Becky Dunkerson, and we're adding Carla Hayes to the panel. We'll be talking about alternate holiday celebrations and or opting out of holiday celebrations altogether. Um, If you're feeling like the holidays this year, you want to try something different or you want to opt out altogether, then next week's Sunday edition will be the show for you. The following week, Friends in Art is taking over Sunday edition to present a holiday showcase, which I think will end up being fabulous. So keep coming back to Sunday edition. Everybody out there, thank you for all the emails, the love, and the support. And if you're on Facebook, check out Above the Fold, the Sunday edition group. Um, it's growing. I put a fun question out every day, and hopefully we can get some good conversations started there in between our brunches every Sunday, right here on ACP Media One or wherever you get your podcast. Everybody have a fabulous week, and I'll be back with you guys next Sunday. Great. You've been listening to Sunday Edition on ACB Media. Stream One. That's American Council of the Blind Media or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Episodes drop every week at 1 p.m. on Sundays, and you can email us at Sunday Edition AC, all one word, Sunday Edition with the letters AC at gmail.com. Let's brunch again together next Sunday.